Hello, my sweeties. Today we are going to be reading from the Her Story Collection about Hatshepsut, a powerful ancient Egyptian pharaoh. Unfair inheritance. Hatshepsut was born 3,500 years ago in Thebes, a great city of ancient Egypt. It was a time of huge power and wealth for the rulers, and her father, Thutmose, was famous for his military strength. Hatshepsut adored him. When Thutmose died, Hatshepsut was around 12 years old. Tradition said that the throne must go to his son, even though she was Thutmose's eldest child and the daughter of his queen, Ames. So the son of a less important wife inherited the throne instead. Princess Hatshepsut's name meant she is first among noble women, but she was forced to take second place. Rightful ruler. Hatshepsut then married the new pharaoh, Thutmose II. Although today we find it strange to think of siblings marrying each other, ancient Egyptians believed this kept the royal line pure. She and Thutmose II had just one daughter, Neferu Ra, and so when Thutmose II died young, once again the throne went to the son of a lesser wife. But because Thutmose III was too young to rule, Hatshepsut became regent, ruling the kingdom in his place. Then, after seven years, Hatshepsut did something that had never been done before. She named herself Pharaoh. Hatshepsut knew she had to protect her throne carefully, since what she had done was so extraordinary. So she did something very unusual. She made sure that she was shown as a man with a beard and strong muscles in all her paintings and statues. In the many writings about her, she is described as a woman, and she is shown as a woman in earlier artwork. So she wasn't trying to make anyone think she was a man. Instead, she was showing her people that she was as powerful and as strong as any man. Hatshepsut cleverly went about proving that she was the rightful pharaoh. She strengthened her position by marrying her daughter to Thutmose III. She had artwork made that showed her father making her his co-ruler. She also claimed that she was the daughter of Amun, king of the gods, which made Hatshepsut a demigoddess. And she was a very good pharaoh, constructing some of the greatest buildings in ancient Egypt, including the beautiful temple Dear al Balri, she built more than any pharaoh before her, creating jobs and showing her wealth and power. She started many trading expeditions, bringing back gold, incense, and other riches, creating great wealth for her kingdom, shaking up the world. When Hatshepsut died, her long and peaceful reign came to an end. She was buried in the Valley of the Kings next to her father, whose sarcophagus she moved to prove her rightful place as his heir. Many years later, Thutmose III had most of the public statues of her destroyed, perhaps because he wanted to erase from everyone's minds the possibility of another woman ever taking power. Whatever the reason, she disappeared from history until 1829, when Jean-Francois Champollion most famous for decoding the Rosetta Stone, was puzzled by the difference between hieroglyphs that talked about her as a woman 
and images that showed her as a man. As more of her imagery was found, Champollion and others began to discover the truth about Hatshepsut's incredible story. In a land where very few women ruled over thousands of years, Hatshepsut proved that a woman could rule and rule better than the men who came before her. She took power quickly and decisively and cleverly strengthened her position, making sure that there was no question about her leadership. She ruled fairly, peacefully, and well, making Egypt a stronger, better, more beautiful place and becoming one of the greatest pharaohs and indeed leaders in history. And to end with a quote, Now my heart turns this way and that, as I think what the people will say. Those who shall see my monuments in years to come, and who shall speak of what I have done.